our, our cameras are off. Where's our cameras? We're ghosts. Ooh. Wait, I can fix this. What if I'm actually like out of frame? Ah! Oh wow, we're completely off. All right, nope, nope, not that one. There it is. Hey, hello everyone. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> we're here and we're ready. We are ready to talk about. I think the thing I said before well, you said we're transitioning was we're professional. <laughs> literally, literally before I transitioned over, Alana was like, yeah, we're professionals. <laughs> All right. Uh, welcome, everyone, to episode 66 of the What The Sheep podcast, where Alana and myself are going to be discussing and breaking down not only last night's episode of Critical Role, episode 8, but also the previous episode because we didn't do it because of C2E2 and scheduling shenanigans. So we're going to do a, a double feature uh if, if you will but uh back to back. back to back but as far as there wasn't like too much for episode seven though until like the end i mean there was the we can talk a little bit about the mystery aspect of like what is going on yeah. in the theater um because it was cool how matt set it up how we had we had the setting we had the cast of characters like the, the potential suspects um, so it was just like, all right, so we have all of these little pieces of information. They're doing their own little bit of investigating. Like, what pieces can we, like, draw together to conclude, like, who is responsible for this? So I really liked that aspect of the mystery. Yeah. It was almost like a perfectly, like, encapsulated episode. It yeah. It would be a good episode to show someone Critical mm -hmm. Role for the first time, because it's almost like a one-shot episode where they're, you know, introduced, given a mystery... They go through the process of figuring it out, they find it, they fight it, they end the episode. Um, mm -hmm. It's like a really nice, like, all-in-one episode. And, yeah, I enjoyed the mystery, too. And I enjoyed that we've, like, got a conclusion to it within the episode. We yeah. weren't, like, waiting for the next week. So, um, the, and the way, like, Matt was describing the mystery of people going missing and, you know... There was a lot of theories going on of like, oh, is it people disappearing? Is it people being taken? Are they in yeah. the spire? So yeah, it led to a lot of really good discussion throughout the episode, especially like on live discussions and things like that. Um, and obviously amongst the cast, their ideas were very fun. Um, yeah. But yeah. And we got introduced to some pretty interesting characters, uh, yeah. specifically um, <clears throat> one uh, one individual, Tefta. Is that is that Tefta. that that one? <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> I love was... sex positive gnomes. That's yeah. Like... <laughs> that was... yeah. It was uh yeah, it was great. It was great. Uh <clears throat> we got a little little, little blurry. Super there. Out of... <laughs> there we go. We are on it today. Listen, it's been a week we had an off week. It's we are getting back into the thick of things. Uh but no. It's gonna be wild. Yeah. If this is what it's like when we're only off for one week, listen, it's gonna be three weeks before it's we the, probably see us again. So. It's the end of the year. We're all so tired. It's listen, there's so there's the holidays, there's like school, there's a bunch of like family gatherings and stuff. It's a lot, alright? It's a lot. It's a it's a lot. It's it's a lot. We everyone deserves a much need a break. But anyways, you know who doesn't deserve a break? These motherfuckers, because they gotta they gotta solve this mystery, yeah. uh, and it eventually leads them to an alleyway. Um, and at first, Matt was describing this alleyway as like very very clean, like pristinely mm -hmm. clean. I was like, that's clean. a little weird. 
Like, yeah. why, why this one is, like, someone, at first I thought, like, maybe someone was, like, making this their home, and so they're, like, cleaning it up a bit, and, like, they were sleeping here yeah. or something. Yeah, I think, I think at first I thought it was, like, an illusion, like, this was, like, Ooh, yeah, yes, I, yes, that, that also. Or they were gonna walk into, like, through a portal, or mm-hmm. it was, like, you know, just an illusion, they were all gonna walk into someone's home, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, it was super sus, super sus, uh, yeah. what do you call it, an alley, I guess, an alleyway. Yeah. Uh, but then when it was, you know, revealed to be what it was, uh, a wall mimic? Is that? Yeah. Is that, yeah. is that basically what we're calling it? It was a wall yeah. mimic? Awesome. Uh, I, mimics for everyone. <laughs> mimics everywhere. Now, obviously, like, yeah, mi- like mimics are, are mimics, but I'm still, I'm still fresh, you know, fresh off of, uh, you know, campaign two and stuff. Campaign two is on my mind. So I was like, yo, is this some, like, this Cognosish shit? Like, was yeah. there some, like, remnants of Cognos that landed All here? eyes and, and teeth. Yeah, I was like, whoa, gods. what? Yeah. No way. But, Definitely reminiscent. <laughs> yeah, it's just a mimic. It's, it's just a mimic. It's... Oh, but mimics are great. Just a mimic. Yeah, true, yeah. true. You can't just say it's just a mimic, <laughs> because mimics are... I, I feel like... I, I actually, I've actually never, like, used a mimic in my campaigns. I feel like that needs to change. I think... Yeah. I think every I campaign needs mimics. Players don't interact with them. It's like... <laughs> We missed so much from so from our from our sessions. So oh my god! Serious. I feel had a mimic backpack friend, and no one no one took him. No one took him along. Oh my god! I feel so bad. Yeah. But you know that's the that's the nature of D and D. You know the you know the DMs they they have they have like the neon signs pointing at one thing, and the players are like, yeah, oh that's cool. Anyways, we're going over here. Yeah, pretty that's, much. Uh, that's pr- I, I I feel like I'm I'm experiencing that right now with one of the campaigns that I'm running. It's uh, it's hilarious. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's just funny being like, man, y'all are some some dumbasses, but I love you all. Um, so it's great. It's great. I, I imagine I imagine Matt has that thought quite frequently. Could with, you uh, imagine if they walk into the alley where they're like, well, this is fine, and they just leave? Yeah. It's like, this is just the wall. Um, yep. But no, they know the they know the trick. They know the like. Oh well, let's investigate just a little bit more. Exactly, um, exactly. You can't you can't leave any any stone unturned. But yeah. that combat was pretty deadly. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was pretty rough. They had their uh, they had their like melee fighters at the back and their spellcasters, squishy spellcasters at the front, right yep. next to the creature. Yeah, needs to be like a yep. reverse of that. Mm-hmm. More than that has been up close and personal in like almost all their fights. It's yeah, just not not for her. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's quite dangerous. Yeah, it was it was looking real hairy because that that spit attack was what was like doing some pretty yeah. nasty and it got stuff. it twice. Twice, like, yeah. Recharge, which Oof. is. Oof. I wonder what the recharge. I imagine it was a D six, but it might have been yeah. like on a five or six. Mm-hmm. But still, that's yeah, that's pretty rough <laughs> to get that back. Not yeah, not not great. And but you know you, you can't really fault them for that because how the heck could, would they have known that there was going to be a wall mimic? So they didn't really have time to like plan like okay, where's our like where's yeah. our marching order at? Hundred percent. Like what's uh 100%. what's going on here? But that is interesting because um, ultimately they were successful. And did you see? Uh, on Twitter, the animation that someone made of Dorian getting the no. how do you oh, want to do yeah. this um, on the, was it, the wall. It's that artist that's done a bunch of the kind of anime-ish yeah. animations, is that right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that looked awesome. The, yeah. Was it was it was it lightning bolt? What was it? What was the spell? Uh, was it? Chromatic orb, I think. It, chromatic orb, it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah real cool. 
Ah, real cool. So good. So good. It's a cool spell too. It obviously gets overshadowed by like basically like a lot of other well, I, spells, but yeah, it was one of my favorite ones when I was a wizard, and I think uh, Caleb used it a little bit, but then yeah. when uh, he leveled up, he started to focus more on just fire magic, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, you, you get more powerful spells eventually. Like it does stack, yeah. but you do get more powerful spells. Mm-hmm. Um, it is just that nice handy one though. Like if you like, if you learn that a creature is resistant yeah. or weak to something, you're like, oh, I'll just pull out this handy dandy, you know. Yeah. Color wheel of, of spells. Yeah, um, that's true. It's very it's very yeah. versatile. Very, yeah. very versatile when you're trying to just... Especially, you know, if, if in an instance, I don't know if mimics were vulnerable to anything, but especially if you learn a creature's vulnerabilities, um, then being able to choose that damage is definitely yeah. really helpful. Um, definitely yeah, definitely. Sure. Um, I'm just checking. It doesn't consume the diamond, does it? That would I suck. Don't that might... think so. I think you just need a diamond. No, no, it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, if it consumed a 50 gold diamond every time you used yeah, it. Yeah, that's a little, suck. for a first level terrible. spell, yeah, that's, that would, uh... That would real suck. Um, but no, it's it's all good. <laughs> yeah, that's not, that's not, that's not great. Uh, but ultimately, yeah, they are able to fell the foul beast of this, of this alleyway. Uh, there were some unfortunate individuals that met, met an end, a, a very early yeah, end. Yeah, um, Gosh, not great. A lot of people too. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, not a and few. And it was kind of sad because it was people it was. that were you know like sneaking off, like for a tryst. There was people that yeah. were just you know young workers, the old janitor. Like yeah, it's actually pretty sad. <laughs> it was. It was. It was really sad. It was really sad. And there, yeah, there Go was to work the uh, one day, and next thing you're eaten by a wall. Yeah, at a as as it happens, you know, you got to gotta watch out. You can never, you can't trust any wall. Um, mm. But that combat wasn't the only exciting thing that happened this episode, or unexpected thing, as the following scene. We Christ. were introduced. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, what happened? <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> as as they they departed from, from that scene, they encountered a brand new, well... Maybe not brand new. Character. I. <laughs> we got. We got. We got introduced to Chetney. Travis's character. Fucking an old, Chetney. An old gnome. Chet, Chetney. Chetney. <laughs> yep. So oh my my, my initial question for you, Alana, do you think this is actually? His character. I don't know, but I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I I like this character a lot. Mm-hmm. I really like and obviously it's not Chutney. We know it's not oh, Chutney. Yeah. But it's clearly playing into the personality a, l- a little bit. Like Ch- Chutney, I guess, was I've only seen the Christmas one shot once, but Chutney was very much like um I guess a bit more Comogeny, like a bit more mm. um, antagonistic yeah. leading up to his eventual betrayal. But <laughs> Chetney seems like, you know, old man angry, but at the same yeah. time, like he can be quite uh, pleasant. And like he gets excited talking about woodworking with Lorna. And 
like I, I could see him softening and like becoming mm-hmm. a real team player. So I'm I'm hoping it's Travis's more permanent character. But who the fuck knows? I saw a meme today of it's Travis picking his character and it's like a dartboard. Oh yeah, like, yeah, I saw that one. Throwing a dart randomly, <laughs> like who fucking knows? We might get the raccoon, like. <laughs> Oh the my god! Two episodes time. A raccoon or macaroni Samsonite? I'd Any one hundred percent okay with macaroni Samsonite. Oh my god! I just all bets all bets really are off. Expect the unexpected at this point. But I I do yes I do think I do think that this could be his his mainstay mainstay character. Yeah. Um, I think while like at service level it is a very like comedic character. That would be like good for like a one shot, but I think the way that Travis is currently playing him, there's a lot of potential for growth. Um, yeah, and we don't even know we don't even know his story because again, it's not it's not Chutney. It's a it's a completely separate yeah, character with, with with his own story, his own things yeah. that he's that he's working on. So I'm actually I'm actually really interested to see how he spins this char- this like comedic character into like a long lasting yeah character with story make arcs us, and like, stuff fall in love with him and yeah i mean i'm, I'm already <laughs> in love i already i already oh, yeah. love chutney or chutney he's great um but i think uh <laughs> that's the thing too it's gonna be getting stuck yeah. calling him chutney all the time yeah um, yeah him, it's already it's already it's already tough um but for right now it seems like in terms of like a meta narrative standpoint he's another quest giver um yeah he's looking for an old, an old pal named Gurge, who I guess had work for him um, down here, down here in the area, but he's gone missing. He's gone missing, and he needs help. It's it's very very suspicious that he keeps coming up to these parties. That's a Kiss Greg. I had to look, look up Gurge's last name. Gurge Kiss Greg. Yeah. I want someone to break that down, see if there's any, like, hidden message in that name. If that's a Travis name, I feel like there's some, like, troll in there. Yeah, but, probably. Um, but yeah, he's just, like, straight up, oh, I'm here to hire you, I'm here to, like, get some help. It'd be interesting to see, like, presumably I didn't pay attention to the character icon or anything, but presumably he's the same level as the rest yes. of them. Like, he's, yep. yeah. So, presumably he's capable of, you know, doing this sort of stuff as well maybe he's just yeah. not not combat experienced he's more mm-hmm. just rogue experienced um so yeah if, if he turns out gurge kiss greg is gone he's like oh well no one wants me i may as well stick with the one group that's been nice to me so far um so yeah, yeah it's, it's, a, it's a classic kind of party integration <laughs> yeah and i, I, I think they're they're handling it pretty well it's always it's always a difficult thing to do um, for it to like make yeah. like like narrative sense, um, but they 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 gotta they gotta work it in somehow because you know we gotta have Travis back yeah. at the table. So uh, I think they they did it they did it pretty well. Um, yeah. But so far I'm loving <laughs> I'm loving Chetney's dynamic with Dorian already. Yeah. It's so yeah. funny. Oh my it's, god. Travis is like a troll. Um, so good because it's very much just like hey. I'm going to pick on the one character that is super awkward in social situations um, uh-huh. and, like, has the most, you know, outwardly easy, I guess, to tease appearance. Like, it's just uh-huh. like, oh, you're a rich boy. <laughs> yeah. It, it's wonderful to seeing, yeah, that kind of 
crotchety attack on personality against a charismatic person who is not charismatic in like conflict i guess yeah yeah exactly yeah. um but like I was, just, I was just i was dying at every joke that was being made like at dorian's expense like when um i think when when Ch chetney was talking to ladna i think um and like Dor and like robbie was like sitting up in his chair and trying <laughs> Charles, like, could you lean back? Could you lean back, please? <laughs> he just got a sink back into himself. Yeah, it's so um, good. It's so and, good. And early in the conversation was Dorian saying, like, why are you so mean to me? Like, yeah. <laughs> why? Just straight, that's right, straight out ask your bullies. Why are you mean to me? <laughs> like, yep. um, it was so sad. Um, I know. And it I broke know. broke Travis completely. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Definitely, but... It was so funny, and then the the other comments where they're introducing themselves, and, and Chetney was like, "You look like a Dorian." Yeah. And Robbie's just like, "Well, on you. jokes on you." That that like, oh my god, I love I just love Robbie. I just love Robbie mm. so much. He he's so quick, um, with these with but, these yeah. jokes and getting into the role play. It's it's great. And yeah, it was just it was so antagonistic. Uh, yeah constantly like pushing it like every little thing he said and it was yeah it's kind of like keeping someone on the back foot maybe it was he saw mm -hmm. this person that was quite um uh, flamboyantly dressed or you yeah. know quite well presented and it's like okay well i need to kind of keep control of this situation i'm just gonna mm -hmm. neg this person like yeah. i'm gonna put them down so hard mm -hmm. um but yeah it, it or it could just be that he's a bit of a dick um could but, be, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it was so fun so funny um yeah. and it was also there you go. I was just going to say, um, uh, Kata Dice is saying in chat that, yeah, Orem, when he introduced himself, said, I'm Dorian's friend. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's like saying, yeah, like, yeah, I'm with him. Like, yeah. and he said, is that going to be a problem? Yeah. Ooh. Like, no, no, it's fine. <laughs> like, and seemingly oblivious to his antagonism. Yeah, yeah. Like, Dorian. <laughs> um, yeah, it was really good. It's, it's amazing. But the other thing that I really liked in this, earlier on in this scene, was, um, FCG and Laudna trying to like interrogate Chetney. <laughs> what are they called? And like FCG the like spinning, wild wild spinning the saw blade on his you on his arm. Gonna get stuck. <laughs> Ashton. Then, yeah, and then just calling for Ashton. Oh my god. Oh. Um. This. Yeah. No. That's they're chaos. They're chaos incarnate. <laughs> yeah. The the like bo both these these episodes, episode seven and episode eight, have just been such bangers. It was like with mm. the, with seven, we got like a cool mystery and a lot of like investigative stuff happening with a cool combat in the end. And this one was just mm. hilarious with the amount of chaos, with like learning, uh, like who Chetney is, what his whole deal is. Um, but then obviously with all of the Cyrus stuff that we had gotten um, a bit later on in the episode, uh, it really feels like the story. While the story ha isn't like quite solidified yet, like it's starting to like come together like these the different pieces yeah. and like what we should be focusing on are starting to like come together i did i did see like um and we talked a little bit about this before the show started about how like they're getting all these new quests and they've got all these mm -hmm. they've got a lot of potential in the city mm -hmm. um and a lot of people comparing it to campaign two which again we try not to compare too yeah. much but it is you know, it's our source of reference, how mm -hmm. around this point they were reaching Zadash or they were on their way to Zadash. Mm -hmm. So they'd already been to like, this would be their third city that they were now visiting or third town that they were now visiting. Mm -hmm. um, whereas this one feels very 
uh, uh, bottled. It's very all in Drusar, but there's so much in Drusar. It's almost like five individual cities with the five different spires. And with so many different quests and so many different backstory links to this place, and obviously new yeah. characters coming in can always affect that. Mm-hmm. Um, like new PCs and new NPCs coming in can always yeah. affect that. Uh, yeah, it's it seems like we might be in Jusa for a little while longer, and that's fine because I think it's a great city. No, for sure. Um, uh, but it might then also mean that we see characters leave, we see changes to the roster because it is it is a hub. It's a place where people can be like, all right, well, I'm off. I'm on an airship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, so yeah, I, I think we'll, we might see that in the next like couple of episodes after the break, yeah. maybe um, change. And I think it's a, I think it's a bit of an unfair comparison too, um, right. for, in regards to like comparing it to campaign two and like pacing, I guess, because you know in campaign two they started off in a small town yeah. of Trostenwald. There's not a whole lot to do there. Like you know you do one quest line and there's not much else to do. And then yeah. they, their next goal was to go to Zadash. But then when they were in Zadash, when they were in Zadash, they were in Zadash for a long time. True. Like really long yeah. and time. And they left, and then they came back to Zadash. Yeah, and then they left, <laughs> and then they came back. So, um, like, in for Campaign 3, we're basically, like, cutting out the Trostenwald stuff, and, like, we're in Zadash, you know? And then yeah. this is where we're in a big city. There's a lot to do in the big city. And they also wanted, I think, with the start of Campaign 2 to start small because yeah. they had just mm-hmm. come off Ox Machina, which was massive. It oh, was yeah. huge For scale. Sure. So they're like, yeah, mm-hmm. let's start nice and small. And this feels like a happy medium between, yeah. hey, like, you guys are small, low-level, low-time, low-timers? Like, you're small-timers. <laughs> yeah. um, but you're in this massive behemoth of a city and you've mm-hmm. got these seemingly large issues appearing, like... You know, it, yeah, you're low level, but we're talking about an assassination attempt on the Voice of the Tempest. We're talking mm-hmm. about another weird assassin assassination attempt on a major household family of this place, and you know, direwolves and ghosts and explosions and stuff. So there's plenty going on that keeps it big and alive and fresh. Which you know, yeah. Uh, what what more would you expect from <laughs> Matthew Mercer and his plan? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it, it definitely feels like. Well, it's interesting because. For me right now, this definitely feels like, like a typical like RPG. You know, you just go yeah. from like one quest to the other, learn the story, meet some new characters. You know, get your, uh, you know, foot through the door. You know, with meet, mm. like these different connections and stuff. Um, so I've been I've been really enjoying um, how this has been playing yeah. out, especially with the like the, the the chaotic nature of this group. I think it really fits them going from from place to place. Um, yes, and they're kind of a lot more, <clears throat> they're a lot more, uh, not so much business, but they're a lot more uh, job orientated in the sense mm-hmm. that they're together because they, they, they work well together, but yeah. they're together because they're essentially hired. They are, they're a group of, they're a bunch of co-workers almost, whereas yeah. I think with the Mighty Nine, when they first started, they were together more as just, just traveling companions, like mm-hmm. out of ease of convenience, they stuck together because the roads are dangerous. Um, yeah. And then eventually they got, you know, kind of stuck in with <laughs> with explosions and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, this group's definitely more like they know they know what their group is. It's, oh, yeah, we're working together. We're essentially like mercenaries um, doing, doing hired jobs, um, which I think then lends itself to that kind of concept that they might be, you know, dropping out, coming in, coming back, leaving, hiring yeah. new people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's refreshing because it's just like, all right, we've got it, let's go fight a wall mimic um 
Yeah. It's 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 crazy the amount of shenanigans that they're they're getting up, you know, getting involved in. Uh, but they're not they're not the only ones that are getting involved in some crazy shenanigans as oh. we got some more Cyrus stuff this episode. <laughs> I love him. And Cyrus is so good. I love him so was, much. The the himbo that we needed, the himbro. He started. People were he saying. started so mysterious. Yeah. And so like dark and br- like not brooding. Like I think that was like yeah. a projection. But it was like like oh this guy is like he might be dangerous. He might be. I know. I know. You know we were so scared. Back. Like yeah. Like oh what's the, what's the what's the connotations of this? What's what's the implications? Oh no. And it's just like. Oh no, he's kind of just a bit dumb. Yeah, <laughs> he's a, he's a, he's sweet, but he's a bit dumb. Yeah, like, yeah. Not, like, not the sharpest him. tool in bless the shed. Him. Yeah, but bless his yeah. heart. Bless his heart. Bless his sweetheart. Yeah. Oh my god, um, but he's he's great. Um, yeah, he's lovely. <laughs> and we got a lot of a lot of Dorian stuff this episode. Yeah, uh, a lot of Dorian stuff. Um, I was I was worried their relationship was going to be purely antagonistic, and it it yeah. was a little bit at the start, which was really good because Robbie let yeah. go. Like uh, that was like I was like, oh no, he's angry. <laughs> like, ah. And that's it's, that's that's one of, what I wanted to bring up is like this was such a like it's 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 crazy that this is improv, and this just goes to show like how good of storytellers they are, and like how they understand like how to tell a scene. And stuff because yeah. yeah the the scene started out with it was very antagonistic um dorian was very frustrated and angry at at mm. uh, at cyrus and cyrus is trying to explain it dorian was ignoring his apologies then as it progressed they started to like slowly like mm. mend like mend that, that, that yeah. gap and stuff um because i, I made a note uh, i'm trying to trying they to use find it um but they, they had that moment where, you know, they just weren't, they weren't agreeing. They were just at that, like, impasse where Dorian mm. was just very frustrated with Cyrus. But then they had that moment where they talked about their parents, um, mm. where they made that joke about their dad, like, ripping his hair out. And they had that moment mm-hmm. of, like, sharing that moment of laughter and, like, recognizing that that would be a funny thing, like, seeing their dad uh, ripping their hair out. Um, and that's, like, that moment. Yeah of like innocence of like recalling like memories of of their dad together and uh all that stuff like that's the moment they needed to like come together and be able to have like an actual conversation without anger towards each other kind of brought them back to to where they actually were like i think yeah i don't it kind of felt like doran wasn't so much angry at his brother he was just angry at the situation in general it's like you know i'm trying to make my own life here and of course you've just decided to do the same like it was a little bit of maybe of like a little jealousy a little Mm -hmm. bit of that Mm -hmm. sibling rivalry that kind of fuels a lot of arguments yeah um but it was that maybe he realizes his brother is a bit of a softy and he's just like yeah well sure you're here i guess and then his brother apologized and he said like i'm sorry i'm sorry for so many things um because then after that they were they were great they were super friendly with each other and they were super um super comforting and it was just lovely to watch but i did i did love all the stuff we got about dorian's family and his law we'll get in there i mean slowly slowly but surely we're not not gonna say we were wrong about (laughs) stuff true true 
Uh, we do know that, I guess, his family... His family, (laughs) they're, like, at the head of the Silken Squall, which is a community, is what I'm gathering, a community of of Genasi, so... Royalty, in a sense. Yeah, floating floating community. Because I remember, we kind of thought, like, maybe he's from the Elemental Chaos, because they they made it such a big deal of, how'd you get here? Like, how did you leave? Maybe it's harder to get away than is suggested mm-hmm. surely if you can have boots of flying you just jump off but you know who knows um but i love this concept of this floating air genasi city that mm-hmm. people just kind of notice and they're like oh yeah there it is like mark it on the map sort of <laughs> yeah thing. um yep. keeping yeah. keeping track of its whereabouts um but it seems like neither of them are too keen on going back uh, yeah. especially cyrus as he um He's gotten involved with some, with some shit. He is he is in the thick of things. Yeah. Uh, with a uh, a twenty thousand gold bounty. That's that's on his head. Not an insignificant sum. Nope. That's uh that's quite a bit. That's to be fair bit. though, his brother did just drop a thousand gold on a bribe, like. True. True. Mm. But also. <laughs> There was a there was a uh, a Tumblr post that was posted in the Discord chat where it was <laughs> it was like uh, going off about how Cyrus had you know been a part of stealing this this golem and now has a twenty thousand yeah. gold bounty on his head when Dorian back in EXU was involved yeah. in stealing a vestige of divergence from like 100%. a ma a, like a mafia member and they yeah. went on the run uh, yeah so you know. To be fair, Dorian and Cyrus aren't both aren't doing too hot. Being out, yeah, being out of the house. Yeah, they immediately leave home and they immediately get in trouble with thieving and and even in Cyrus's defense, he was a patsy. Like it's not like he was set out to steal stuff. Yeah, he was just mm-hmm. making an honest living, you know. And he got set up, setting up the new boy. Like, yep. how rude. Yeah. Um. It was. Uh... Which I'm super excited to learn more about that about that uh, heist because yes one I want to know like his connection to the group the crew he was with who were they how did he meet them how did they set him up how did they decide to set him up what did they steal like what's his golem that they stole JH yep. how that's involved and then the fact that there is this golem now seemingly somewhere in the city or somewhere around the place that is not with its rightful owner is concerning because they're the nothing to yes. nothing to um, joke about. Uh, and the other, the other big thing, um, in connections to JH is the letter mm-hmm. that Ashton got. Um, Imogen yeah, said that J. she H. noticed that JH was, was there. Um, mm-hmm. so I, my like thought process or like theory crafting that I was doing is whatever Ashton is involved with or connected to, does he yeah. like work for this, this JH Maybe, and he was like, hey, keep an eye out for this yeah. this individual. They might be around town. Um, so maybe Ashton, like, knows who Cyrus is, kind of, and, like, yeah. he's supposed to be after him. Or, or it could be totally unrelated. Um, yeah. Because we don't know about that letter yet. We don't know what was on it, or... I'm guessing... Oh, he did, he did re- redact a lot of stuff and then let, let her yes. read it. I'm guessing... 
it has has connections to these guilds that the treshy this treshy yes. guild that we're because like, there's like the the mason's treshy guild and like the gold treshy so i'm guessing whatever this like treshy or the family treshy, is the treshy family yeah 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 so they've got a lot of industries under their belt yeah i feel like they're um, probably the ones that are going to be like tying all of these threads uh yeah. together because they've been thrown around a lot now uh, mm. at this point um, and the fact that there's like stuff going on with the other families, like the um, oh the the one that Oshad Brescio the, the Loomis the Loomis the Loomis yeah so that the there's Loomis stuff family. going on yeah. there. There's like man, this city this city's a whole all kinds of fucked up. There's a lot going on. Yeah, um, it's messy. <laughs> this, now I I understand why uh, why Lord Estros is stressed all the time. Now. <laughs> it's <laughs> like fuck. It's, <laughs> it's fucking. This is not good. I mean, we've been here. Because we've all, they've all, like, as far as from the start of this campaign, it's only been like a week, if even that. If that, yeah, they've had one, two, three, four, five nights, maybe, yeah. <laughs> it's been they've been busy. They have been, been very busy. busy. They're tired. Like I can't. I I just think of the people that always like they fight, long rest, fight, long rest, fight, long rest. By the third day, you must just be exhausted. Like. Yeah. Just too tired. The delayed onset muscle soreness. Just like, oh, can we take like a break? Yeah. Yeah. I I, I wouldn't survive in a D&D. No, no, <laughs> that is baker. too much. I'd be a baker. I'd go like yeah. have a bake shop somewhere. You'd be the shadow and, uh, baker. Hope it doesn't get you know attacked by some eldritch horror. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I want to be a baker at what was the um. I think it was in Zadash in the uh, that exclusive oh, area when yeah, uh, when um, they bought those pastries and stuff. That was where hands. the yeah yeah yeah, yeah right the, next, the bread hands. Right next door to the smudge pot. Yep, I see. I see. see. You want to you want to work right next to the smudge yep, pot. Yep, yep. That's very nice. That's exactly where I want to find myself. <laughs> oh god, a little a little light reading when you're on break. You know, <laughs> yep. You gotta pass the time. Uh, but other ways to pass the time. Mm -hmm. uh, besides reading, is looking at some art, specifically Ooh, fan art. Uh, and in it. this instance, Critical Role fan art, brought to you by oh, the... Cool! I'd like, like the clarification! <laughs> brought to you by the incredibly talented people of this community, starting off with Alana's pick. Oh man, oh. this is great. This art's great. I'm excited to show this this piece off. By at NyxCraft1 on Twitter. We have this, oh boy. Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah. This amazing... It's good. <laughs> it's very What do you even call this? Is this like an effigy? Is that what this is? It's a doll? Like a... a voodoo doll? Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's a lot. It's, um... I love it. I think it's so it's good. It's great. <laughs> it's great. It's... It's gross, but it's... Like, La Laudna made it <laughs> with all of her heart and soul poured into it. I think it's just, like, the chicken bones. I like, know. It's... <laughs> <laughs> Tied together this string and just a little bit of hair and a little tuft of hair. It's, it's concerning. It's it's upsetting, but I love it so It much. is. But, like, but it's also sweet because, like, Laudna made it for Dorian because Dorian felt bad about, about it all. So it's like... Just... <laughs> she's got I the heart. It's just greasy, though. Like, it's just a greasy yeah. chicken bone. But I, I just want to point out, Nixcraft did such a good job of drawing chicken bones. Like, you look at it like, yeah. oh, yeah, those were chicken wings. Like, yep. straight up. Yeah. That's what, yep. 
That's great. It's great. We love it. That's going to come back at some point. They're going to be like in some kind of ritual or some kind of ceremony. Mm -hmm. Bertrand's somehow involved and they're like, we need something. We need, or like, it's it's going to come back in the sense that it's got his hair. It's some weird fucking thing that's going to resurrect Bernie. Bernie? Bernie. Bernie. Yep. I mean, it looks a little bit like Bernie Sanders as well. So it's it like- does. Oh my god, it does. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> it just hits little mentions, and then it's. <laughs> I need a side by side comparison now. Holy moly, that's so good. Um, but that's great. Uh, my pick. What did I pick? Oh, I know what I picked. I. This is also one of my favorite dynamics so far. We have this Ooh. lovely art by at Daft Hux on Twitter. I think we've showcased some of their art before. Um, Maybe. But it's this lovely Ashen and, and FCG art. That's awesome. Oh, I know. It was, it was, was holding him. I know. Was, that's that's why I liked it the most, uh, is Ashton holding holding FCG. It's so gorgeous. it's so good. Like FCG is too adorable. It's too adorable. But oh, one one thing that I that I like a joking joking thing that I wanted to mention was earlier when um FCG was doing his his interrogating with that the the saw blade i was like oh mm. is this his like killer instinct programming oh, coming coming back switch switch on yeah is this is the remnants but of no, that it wasn't no no <laughs> it was him calling for help from ashton yep <laughs> that's, oh, that's exactly cool. what it was I... and then this is how i imagine ashton coming to the rescue he comes in swoops oh. up fcg like don't talk to me or my son ever again I forgot about um, I forgot about the fact that Ashton has that kind of um, gold gold feeling yeah. all mm-hmm. all across his body. His is his body described as hard? Like I don't do know. Have, I like, think he just I think he described it as like gem like. I think. Yeah, at least the color. Maybe that's like tattoos because like, you got to imagine if someone is rigid, like made yeah. of actual crystal, they're gonna have a hard time. Like yeah, I want. Is Ashton soft? Let's just get that hashtag trending. Is he Let's a soft try boy? Yeah. Tell us and please answer. Is is that like if you touch him, does it go tink or does it go blip? <laughs> like that's what we really need to know right now. Yeah. These are these the are the hair, questions. The hair there. looks pretty yes. solid. For sure. But damn, For that's sure. good. But Ashton. Ooh. We had um what was it Ch- Ch- fuck. Chetney uh, asking Ashton about, like, are you okay? Like, looking at the head. Oh, and yeah, yeah, and yeah. Another non answer. Another I know. move on. Mm. Because he doesn't know. That's the theory. No. But then, okay, but now, now, okay, there's another thing that I was worried about because then there is, like, an offhanded joke about, like, time. Like, you don't have a lot of time left, Chetney, haha, because you're mm. old. Uh, but then Ashton was like, does anyone really have time? I mean, some more than others. So yeah. is, like, Ashton, like, on a timer that he knows Ooh. about that he doesn't want to, like, let others know? Some dunamancy countdown. Yeah. Some, some Who weird <laughs> fundamental chaos shenanigans that are, that are happening oh. because, like... Like I imagine, it's like an unstable core because he's been so nonchalant. They've Ooh. been so nonchalant about it being like, oh, it's fine. Like it just looks like that. It's totally fine. But what if it's actually like unstable? But it, but it's their brain, right? Like it's, yeah. But it's exposed. Like it there's is no exposed. way. There's no way that it's okay. 
But why do but do Genasi have opal brains? Like is that a thing? Like I don't you, know. Like I was getting I, mean, I the, love the flavor of it, the but vibes. if there's a thing if Ashen's brain is something that's gonna become like a plot point, that <laughs> weirds me out. I don't like brain stuff. Yeah. But it, like, like the, the vibes messing with the brain. The vibes I'm getting right now, if we're we're following the Ashen is like dying or he or they're on like a timer, sure. is is like Iron Man because Iron Man has that um that that chest piece that like keeps the yeah. whatever it is from from like killing him. So that's that's oh, yeah. kind of what I'm what I'm thinking is that there's something that's keeping things stable. It could be like their innate like fundamental chaos magic that's that could that mm. it maybe is either keeping it stable or because of like what happens to his brain. That's why he has this chaotic powers like whatever happened Ooh. to him. That's yeah. that's why he's able to do this. Because there is definitely stuff. magic involved with Ashton. Yeah. Um, sure. It does come across as like very physical, physical aspects, but there is still magic there. Um, mm. They haven't really addressed that. They haven't really like no. sat down and spoke about Ashton's abilities or like because you'd imagine the rest of them, their abilities are all pretty stock standard of what you would see in a D and D world. Like, oh yeah, you know. That's yeah. sorcerer shit. That's cleric shit. Like, surely Ashen's stuff is just like, that's something we've never seen before. Or and who knows? It no one even... Common, it feels like it's not. No one asked when they were playing fucking, uh, what the fuck is up with that? No one asked. Yeah, no one asked. Oh just my the, God. The, the, the glowing opal inside this person's head. God they, got, they need to play I, the game again. Um, I'm going to go with Garth on this one, saying, though, that uh, he fell from the sky like a comet. So, move over, Travis. Ah, yes. I've <laughs> got a new, <laughs> new alien in the house. Ooh, so, <laughs> ooh, so Ruidus is red, right? Ooh. Purple is, is close to red. red. <laughs> okay, we'll move over to the Yeah, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> So are we are we saying that Ashton came from Ruidus? Mm-hmm. And if I that's the are. case, think... we all know what Ruidus actually is, or at least connected to. And who do we know is capable of c- containing things within their body? You finished the sentence, Nico. You know. <laughs> I, oh, I I know I know. Yeah. They but know. do you do you also know? But. <laughs> all I'm trying to say is Therosun's inside FCG. Yes, okay, yeah, that's yeah. all I'm trying to say. Therosun is is back and ready for action. Yeah. And uh, I think I think everyone could have could have could have expected that as well. I'm, it's a flawless theory. Like it, it's like... it's it's the only possible way that that all of this makes sense. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> wow, fucking rough. Brutal. Holy shit, Felice, going for it. Brutal. <laughs> <laughs> No, fair, fair. They they called us out on our yep, bullshit. Yep, um, that's, I was just okay with that. That's valid. That's valid. <laughs> um, but <laughs> but anyways, anyways, back. Ow. Back to. <laughs> we just got humbled. We just got we just got straight yeah, humbled. Like, oh, I, we, I, I apologize. I'm sorry. It took us it took us 66 what the sheet what the sheet podcast episodes to be humbled like this. Felice just killed Thara's dude. <laughs> yeah, we have we've given up now. I, I feel so discouraged about any Thara's dude theory I've ever had. That's amazing. I'm, 
I'm getting off the train. Uh, uh, but no, now there's, so they're, they kind of just left Cyrus to, to, to dry, I guess. I mean, they had their long rest, yeah. but then they kind of just let, let him go to stay with the Corsairs, I guess. Yeah, they're bit, like, all right, well. cool story, bye. Yeah, and that's kind of what happened. But they also have the, the pressing matter of helping Chetney with finding Gerd, so... Mm. You know, they got a, they've got a lot on their plate. Yeah, I, I did like that how um, when they were talking to Cyrus and Chetney's like, hey, I have these guys on toy retainer. Like, yeah. I, I hired them first. Yeah. Turn. <laughs> um, but they, yeah, they kind of, they kind of stress to Cyrus, like, what are you doing out on the streets? Go away. Like, yeah. This is a terrible idea. And it then brings more questions of, like, surely Dorian and Cyrus look, similar like they're brothers yeah how many mm -hmm. genasi no nobility are wandering around drusar for people not to get suspicious about suspicious about dorian like you'd imagine that'd be like if there's wander posters or like bounties or things like hey maybe that's the person we're looking for yeah exactly um, i i definitely think that's that's definitely something that i think matt would potentially like use as a uh mm. as a tool to get to, to like bring yeah. dorian back into that uh, that situation. But we are also seeing that the, uh, the law enforcement in yeah. this city is weird. It's a bit, bit, There's some... bit, bit weird, bit shattered. We've got this new group as well, like the Paragon's Call. They're yeah. mm -hmm. seemingly dodgy as well, but the, the wardens aren't quite as, uh, on the level as it seems. No, and that's it's it's so interesting because I'm seeing like parallels to campaign two because they also had the option of like joining the Crown's Guard. Um, yeah. And so when those like disgruntled like miners, I guess, were, were ranting about the Hobbit Corsairs, I think that's Matt being like, you do have you do have the option. <laughs> dog. Either a very small do uh, child just walked into your room or it was a dog. <laughs> yep. A puppy just crashed the party. Um, they have the op. They have Matt is giving them like different options of ways to handle the story. Yep. Like wh which path do they want to yeah. go? Um, and boy, did they pick a path! <laughs> they 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 sure picked a path. They sure did. Um, oh my goodness! It, was it the right one? That remains to be seen. But it is an oh, interesting you know. one um, because they did go to they went to Gurge's house and I love. I just love Ashton so much. Um, yeah. They're so good. Um, but they did some investigating at Gurge's house. Very reminiscent of their investigation of Duggar's house. Yeah. Um, but they met a new a new NPC. A lot of NPCs. Um, yeah. Siroc. That seemed to be the landlord, I guess, mm. of this uh, thing. Well, I gotta pick up my dog. He's oh my gosh. Oh. oh no. Oh, was it kind of like... No pick it was, up. Yeah, it was growling at me, so I went to go pick him up, and then he ran away. Oh, but now we have another one. Oh my goodness. This is now a dog, dog stream. Dog this is now a dog <laughs> podcast. Everyone show off your your pets. Oh, um, mine's behind a door. Oh, no. Uh, no, but Siroc, bad vibes, hmm. you know. Landlords landlords can sometimes be stinkers. Um, well, I think she was like, just, she yeah. was like, where the fuck is this guy? He owes me rent. Um, 
And I got the sense that, yeah, yeah, stinker in the sense that she seems like she's an investment mogul, having lots of properties around the place. But at the yeah. same time, she's like, hey, I just keep an eye on my properties. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, which they she gave good information because I think yeah. when they, they lied or they said, like, they were there to collect debt from him or something or maybe I misremembered that mm-hmm. but either way they said we're looking for him she's like okay yeah. good because if you find him then I would get my rent yeah um, exactly so quite helpful um, mm-hmm. but not not good inside his house no uh, there was Mario. blood there was like strange claw marks so what the and they described it to as like the bigger bigger than direwolf, right? Yes, like, because there were a few leads. Mm. Yeah, because that, yeah, that's right. Siroc gave the lead. She's like, oh, all this crap's happening. Direwolf attacks, ghosts, the, the explosion, ghost haunting, fire. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so then it would make sense to be like, okay, well, direwolf attacks. Maybe this was a direwolf attack, but seemingly that the the scratch marks are bigger than a die a regular direwolf. Mm-hmm. Something worse, <laughs> something more. Um, yeah, direwolves aren't. You know, they're not something to scoff at. So no, something uh, worse than a direwolf potentially, or bigger than a direwolf at the very least, mm-hmm. uh, had happened. Here. The interesting thing was the uh, the dried blood aspect. I think so. The fact yes. that there was fresh blood. But seemingly dry, older blood, so it's not the first time. I do, yeah, I'm seeing a few people say, it. I like the idea that Gurge might be a werewolf or some kind oh. of werewolf. Um, uh, which is cool. So, what if, nice. oh god, what if Gurge is actually Travis's character oh. and he's only using Chetney? No, he, no, he can't get... have made a character called Gurge. <laughs> like, Gurge, I forgot his last name already. Go, Chris. Kiss, Chris, what was his name? Kiss Greg. Kiss Greg. Kiss Greg. Gurge Kiss Greg. I don't know. No, I, I, I refuse to believe that. I refuse <laughs> to accept the concept that he's made a character called Gurge Kiss Greg. Could be. All bets are I'm off. Gonna, I'm going to put that in an anagram <laughs> for a ghost. See what it gives me. Oh my god. Um, but no, but my favorite part about that scene was then Ashton, like messing up the place a bit more just because he didn't like Ciroc. Uh yeah. only yeah. only worried about money like cuz Ashton's like thought process was like like dude we're looking for someone who's missing and all you're worried about is money like that's not cool. Um mm. so it's like Ashton's an asshole but he's an asshole with principles. Exactly. You know? He's got yeah, a code. He's... Yeah, he's got a code. That's it. That's the that's the that He's not so much an outlaw. It's like the, no, yeah. the the bandit, the mercenary kind of lifestyle that you live by a code. Um, yeah, and it's and it's uh, great. I just love Ashen interacting with any any NPC, any and every NPC. Yeah. Honestly, um, he's he's the one that is like for the for the character that's been in the suit the longest. He's the one that's, like, the least trusting of anything that's going on, especially mm-hmm. of, like, any characters they meet, any NPCs they meet. I think anyone that shows a little bit of influence, he seems to not trust. Um, yeah. Even if it's, like, influence at the theatre, like, he seemed to not trust um, old mate, uh, circus dude, theatre guy. I can't remember his name. It's fine. Uh 
like he, yeah, he has like a genuine distrust of anyone that has power or influence, which you know it's it's a that's a fine character feature to have, but it's interesting to see where that might get him, mm-hmm. especially if he is seemingly involved with this JH character or he's got people tailing him and because that letter just appeared on his bed like that was yeah. someone was sending him a message uh, in mm-hmm. more ways than one so it'll be interesting to see where that kind of leads what kind of trouble he's in he's talked about having multiple bounties and probably multiple people looking for oh, him oh boy yeah I think I think she's gonna hit the fan at some point where it's like people are gonna come to collect on Ashton and yep. <laughs> like it's gonna be like five different like organizations coming at the same time they're like oh Oh, you need Ashton too? Oh, you need Ashton too? Yeah. I, st- I still also like the theory, though, that he is, like, a rich brat that has, like, run away yeah. from home. Um, it's it's very parallel to then Dorian's storyline a bit, but, like, the yeah. idea that maybe he's run away from home. And, you know, because they're saying, like, yeah, Ashton's not actually an arsehole, he's just pretending to be. Once people think Brack said that in chat. But it's that concept mm-hmm. of, like, you know, the first time uh, they... Uh, got the information was it like they they bribed someone to get information and they're like yeah i did it i bribed someone like that's not what you'd expect a cool calm collected bandit who's been at the game for a long time to react that mm-hmm. was like a my god my criming worked yeah um yeah it's kind of it's kind of sweet and kind of uh it's like not i don't want to say immature it's like uh just young he's fresh yeah. he's naive he a little bit maybe a little bit like yeah um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see where that goes. I'm mm-hmm. excited to see like what eventually happens with Ashton's storyline. Yeah, um, and learn more about their interaction with FCG and all of that, all of that stuff. Just more FCG, also, just in general. I'm excited for more Critical Role. I, I, think. I think that's the that's a good a good general general statement to make. Yeah. I'm just ready for it all. Um, but things are getting pretty uh pretty hairy. Uh, for for the party as they are pursuing this dire wolf lead since that's makes the most sense uh, claw marks and stuff dire wolf yeah. has been been roaming around um, but this is when the the intriguing plotline of the wardens comes in about like what is going on with the yeah. wardens but specifically with Gurge because it seems like they weren't so worried about like the dire wolves like them asking about the dire wolves they were worried about them asking mm. about Gurge. Yeah. So, remind me, because I missed it a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Where is this place they're at? It's called the Factory. Is that... Because I know they went looking for Gurge. Is this just where the direwolf attack happened? Is it a hospital? Is it just a factory? Um, what What is this location? Because it sounds like there's just guards out the front where you might find guards guarding a private business, but... Can someone from my, refresh me? From my, from my memory, like, understanding, I was imagining it was, like, a factory, like a warehouse okay. or something that they were at. That's that's the impression that I was getting. It might not Why be. Why they went there. Um, but that's, it's still concerning, because now I'm wondering what, like, Gurge was involved in. Because um, Chetney mm. hadn't really said much, only that they were... They had yeah. been working together, and that Chetney said that Gurge would have more work in Usar, or he would be able to connect Chetney with with other people. So, Drusa- I'm wondering. And we've still got like the animated furniture from the very first episode. Yeah. Like, that could be Dirge. Gurge, fuck, Gurge, Gurge. Right, it's not Dirge. 
is Gurge. It's Gurge. It's Gurge, yeah. Gurge, okay, thank you. I wasn't sure. Like, I, that wasn't a bit. I forgot for a second. Um, Gurge could be like an artificer, or they could be, you know, like an enchanter. We, we, they might be responsible for this uh, animated furniture we saw in the very first session. Um, with seemingly maybe also a werewolf? Who knows? <laughs> that would make for an interesting party. Maybe, uh, maybe Chetney made like a rocking wolf instead of a rocking horse and it became enchanted and attacked everyone. Oh god. Mm. That's only, that's a little terrifying. Um, I, thought, I thought you just said that's a leap. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, also, oh, also, <laughs> I mean. Of all the theories I've come up with, that's the that's, that was That one's too far. That, uh, <laughs> A rocking Dragon. wolf turned into a werewolf. Yep, that one's a little... That's a little out there, Alana. Yeah. Uh, reel it back in for me. Um, no, but I, I love I love a good conspiracy. You know, corrupt, mm, yes. corrupt government. I love that shit. It's so cool to then play out. It, 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 because it, it's it's like cathartic seeing it seeing it play out because the real yeah. world is filled with you know corrupt governments and stuff so when you can yeah. see it play out in a game and see the good guys win like it's it's like yes it's very nice let's go it's very nice. Um, yeah so I'm excited we, we have fern ah, yes. upstairs as well like she she followed them upstairs now yeah. in this situation and probably the scariest part and it shouldn't be but it is the scariest part is Ashley saying I have a plan uh, yeah like, <laughs> that's con that's concerning that's concerning but I think I I think I know what her plan is because with yeah. her with her familiar she's able to teleport away so I'm mm. guessing it's probably going to involve that like she's going to teleport oh, to the other side of the door and has... book it I don't think she's talking about an escape plan I think she's talking about like a deception plan <laughs> Like, oh boy! Because that's that's something like if you if even she escapes, that's still very much like well we know who you are you you stand out you're a six foot horn yeah um, with that fucking circus of a party so <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna know who it was so I think her plan involves like you know settling it down a bit talking her way out of it which is what what scares me <laughs> that's the yeah or she's just gonna kill them all like that she might not escape she might just try to kill oh. them. Jeez. Like, who knows? I mean, it could it, it could chaos. be. That. Oh no. I, I I don't I don't think she's gonna do anything malicious towards them. At least I. I... What's malicious to a fae? <laughs> True. True. Oh, people are saying uh, Felice is saying charm person maybe. Well, because there's three people in the room. Yep. Does she have access to a third level? Third level yet at fourth? Ship. No, that'd be fifth level. Oh, okay, so she she wouldn't be able to cast on all of them, right? Uh, Two of them. Uh, yeah, she would need she would need third level to cast it on three. Yes. So hmm. Yeah, they only get third level at fifth yeah. level, so. Oh boy. <laughs> I just thought I I just thought it was funny, like the whole trying to figure out how much HP a rat has to see if it was going to drop or not is is great. And, like, even that scene, like, that's such a... Like, it's such a chaotic moment, but it's also, like... I could see that happening in, like, a movie. Like, that was a very, like, yeah. cinematic-style, like, outcome for that situation. Um, 
the polymorph dropping and then Fern is now in the in the thick of things. But also, like what a what a cliffhanger to leave us on when yeah. and we're gonna have two, three weeks of break. Because it was quite a short episode. It was only about three and a half hours. Yeah, it was also pretty um, short. Which I get because I think Matt was expecting a fight, so he didn't necessarily want to start two hours of combat. Mm -hmm. Um, But I kind of wish we could have gotten up to combat because Ashley saying, I have a plan, I would have liked to have seen that play out a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's obviously a good cliffhanger. Um, But yeah, it's concerning. (laughs) Oh, gosh. I... I... I'm not scared. I'm just what's the word? Mortified. I don't even. She'll figure out something. Oh yeah. I have full I don't faith even see in Fern. Fern dying. Oh no, no, not gonna no. die. But socially, however, we we've, we've seen we've seen we've seen Fern in some interesting situations. So worried is a good yes. I'm worried. Worried. I am worried yeah. for for Fern. I have a sense of foreboding. Yes, that <laughs> it sounds so serious. Yeah. Um, but it's 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 exciting. It's great cliffhanger. Um, I love I love the corrupt warden storyline that they could be following. Interested mm. to see what Gurge's whole deal is. And yeah, uh, that's interesting. And how how many other side quests is this group gonna do? How many more? I think I, it seems like Matt's just trying to like give them things to do until Oshad is like recovered and is actually able to be talked to to continue that storyline. At least that's what I think. Maybe. Imagine if uh, <laughs> imagine if Gurge is like a werewolf. And in a few episodes' times, Chetney dies, and then it brings in like Travis's Lorelai character. Oh like, boy! And then <sighs> I, you know what? I'll just expect it at this point. I'll just expect it. That's what. That's what's gonna happen. I just we are we have been we have been thrown off and bamboozled too many times this campaign already. Too long yeah. have we been bamboozled. We need to take the reins. We're in charge here. Just kidding. It's their game. <laughs> Just kidding. <What>? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no. But no. I do. I do think Chetney's sticking around. I yeah. Think I here for a little bit longer. I I'm think okay with that. I could see Dorian leaving once his brothers. Yeah. Because kind of na- now we have we have that now. Once they finish, maybe clearing this bounty and like saving Cyrus. It could be like, yeah. hey, do you want to like go back home? Yeah, maybe. That could be. So. That could be it. That could be the way that Dorian leaves. It would make sense. It makes but sense. I don't want him to leave. I don't like sense. I don't want him to. I wish it didn't make sense. Hmm. But that that's that's what I'm look most excited for. I think. Um, besides, besides the corrupt stuff, Dorian I'm leaving. To see. No, or no, no, like the the Dorian, like resolving this this stuff with his brother and this and his yeah. bounty and stuff. Um, but what are you what are you most excited for uh, when we come back from this long break? Probably just just more. I, I guess, and this is not to sound as a negative, but I mm-hmm. guess maybe some progression into a bigger plot. Um, yeah. Like, it might still be there. I kind of really wanted the Durga 
Duggar storyline to be deeper, and it could mm-hmm. still be there. There could still be more to it because I'm still on the Ublex train and all that sort yeah. of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I kind of want there to be a little bit more of an overarching thing become revealed, not even necessarily dealt with or anything. But we've had tiny bits. We've had like Imogen's dream. We've had. Um, little backstory drops that we think might come back. Like, you know, there's myst- there's definitely mystery in their backstories. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of hoping for maybe something that's going to push them into an arc, I guess. Like, into a into a slightly longer storyline. Um, because, I mean, a- again, not to compare, but I'm going to compare. If you think of, like, the Mighty Nine Games as a dash, it set forth the Beacon arc. And, like, that was an overarching thing. It wasn't every single episode. They weren't dealing with that every single episode, but it was something that they were constantly aware of, and it was something to look forward to, like mm-hmm. a resolution or an, it's more information about it. So I think that's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, I think we'll get it maybe once we get a team name and they make it into the university and they can start yeah. learning about Lorna and Imogen. Mm-hmm. I think we'll get it once it settles down a bit and they're like, okay, well, let's learn some stuff. Oh, yeah. this is interesting. And, mm-hmm. you know, more Briarwood shit happens and exactly. more stuff like that happens. So that's not meant to be as a criticism or a like, no, yeah, negative sure. to say it's not mm-hmm. happened yet, but I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to it to when it does. I, d- I do like side quests. I like mm-hmm. all the little, you know, fetch quests, things like that. Yeah. Um, and there's... I want, a little, I want a little bit more. I want a little bit more. On yeah, exactly. And like the, the threads, the threads are there. Or yeah. like the the big the big story up. stuff, but then like you know talking about campaign two again, but not not to like compare, but to like just have like some oh, kind of like no. a frame of mind of like, yeah, uh, progression and stuff. Because for me, like campaign two didn't really start until episode twelve, because that was the attack mm-hmm. on the spires. That was when yeah. the beacon came in. Um, so it again for for campaign two, it still took a little bit for them to get into it, but yeah. there was a lot less running around there weren't like this many side quests and stuff that they were yeah they were doing that's that's the point where it kind of solidified them as a group that was sticking together at Mm -hmm. least for the time being um this yeah i'm I'm hoping for something like that Mm -hmm. uh and it could be it could be the dugger storyline it could be stuff with imogen it could even be you know cyrus and dorian and you know if their departure then causes something Mm -hmm. um or it could be the Oshad Brescia, like they still, that's yeah. like, that's got such a big link to Aurum's backstory, so, mm-hmm. you know, give it to me. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a lot to be excited for, um, but is there anything else we want to touch on uh, with this, um, with this episode? And I guess we've kind of even just talked about Campaign 3 overall so far, as yeah. this was the last episode of, of the year, of 2021. Yeah. It's yeah. been a, it's been a crazy year. We began a new campaign and ended a previous one. Um, yeah, wild, been wild, and wild. And we have um, a whole does, whole new year. When whole does year. animated Vox Machina come out? Soon, when? February second or fourth. So we're gonna have like uh, Critical Role comes back on the seventh. Is that right? The uh, sixth, the sixth, and then we'll have Oops. less than a month until. Vox Machina. Yeah. We'll have about three, maybe four episodes, and then Vox yeah. Machina. Yeah. Oh, my out. God. Think That's of that. Exciting. In That's four, exciting. In four more Critical Role episodes-ish, we will have Legends of Vox Machina. Holy shit. I actually can't plus, believe it's happening. Plus, like, a three-week hiatus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Plus a three-week hiatus. But, 
it's coming up. It's been a long time coming. Man, I'm so excited. I'm I can't wait. It's gonna be. So it's gonna great. be. It's gonna be really good. Yeah. Oh. I'm I'm keen. Yeah. I'm keen. Uh, but anyways, uh, if that's all we have for this episode, then we can go ahead and call it a wrap, and uh, start you know wrapping things up. So as always, thank you all so much for joining us. It's been a it's been a crazy year. Thanks for for being with <laughs> yeah. us through it all. The end of campaign two, the beginning of campaign three, and now the beginning of twenty or the end of 2021 thank you all so hey. much for being here and, uh, and sharing all of your thoughts and feelings with us it's always a pleasure hanging out and being able to chat with you all uh thanks to everyone who's going to be watching this in podcast form whether on youtube uh later or on spotify or anchor or wherever else this podcast may find itself thank you all so much for your continued support um make sure to extend that support to our twitter and follow us on twitter at what the sheep pod on twitter we give updates on when we go live and uh and all that stuff um it's a great way to it's a great way to stay updated on on all of our all of our goings-ons and and stuff so sure to check it out give us a follow it'll be linked in chat and it'll also be in the description below so uh yeah give us a follow uh as always don't forget to love each other spread the love to everyone you meet everyone you see the world needs more love in it so make sure you're spreading around but most importantly, don't forget to love yourself. That is the most important that you can do after all. So make sure you're taking care of yourself. You know, drink some water, eat some food, get plenty of rest. I'm proud of you. Thank you for being here. So with that being said, I hope you all have an absolutely wonderful rest of your morning, day, evening, wherever you may be on this glorious earth. And we'll see you all very soon. Bye, everyone. Bye. Well, I guess not very soon because, uh, you know, three weeks. But uh, hey, it's fine. Thank you.